what's going on? Oh no. Hang on here. Oh, did I blow your eardrums out? Sorry. Turn this down. What's going on, guys? It's the Tamale Mafia Podcast, the place where everything and nothing collide. I'm your host, Aaron. Double A-Ron. I'm not angry Aaron this time. I'm chill Aaron. Chill Aaron. Oh, it's the place where everything and nothing collide. Today's Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Remember that song, Friday? What was that girl's name? Something Black. That YouTube star. That song was terrible. <laughs> Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday or something like that. Ugh. Anyway, what's going on, guys? Uh, So here's the thing. Here's what I was thinking about doing. I was thinking... Uh, I would switch up the release schedule. I picked Monday and Thursday because a lot of other podcasts release on Monday and Thursday. I don't know why. I don't know if like scientifically that's the uh, best time. <coughs> Good Lord. Choking on my own choke. <coughs> it's like I swallowed a bug or something. That's how it felt. Um. Anyway, I don't know if there's some kind of statistics that say hey you should release your podcast on monday and thursday but i mean the way i see it uh that's just i mean it may be thursday where i'm at but somebody else is not downloading that thing until next wednesday you know i have only a a certain number of subscribers that actually download the episode when it comes out within the first day that it comes out. And then the rest of my uh, people that listen, they like to save up a few episodes. So they'll wait a couple of weeks and then they'll download a bunch of episodes and binge listen. Um, and then there's other people that just download it weird different times and days that have nothing to do with the release schedule. So I don't know that the release schedule actually matters that much other than my ability to plan and and put a show together. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I was thinking maybe I would change the release schedule to Monday and Friday because this week I released um, a, a music thing on Wednesday. It was just music from my old band. Good Lord. <coughs> Choking here. Hang on. Oh, man, I'm back. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I released the music thing on Wednesday, and that, that went pretty well. And then I uh, didn't do an episode on Thursday because I thought, well, let me do one on Friday. Um, so I'm going to see how this goes. We're going to do Monday and Friday release. And then that gives me Wednesday to kind of mess around and do some stuff in between, maybe do a short episode or, you know, release something else, some other kind of creative content. And that keeps me balanced Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I like the balance of it. And then Friday will carry you through the weekend back to Monday. Does that make sense? I don't know. Well, I uh, made some changes to the old loft studio here. And um, I'm liking it. I'm liking the way it's looking. Which makes me feel like I'm getting closer to being ready to do some video stuff here in the podcast. And shoot that on over to the old YouTube channel. um, Which nobody checks out or listens to. But that's fine. It's a holding place right now. There's uh, the audio from these episodes gets uploaded there automatically, but nobody listens to it, I don't think. So 
That's okay. It's just a holding place. Um, and really the purpose or the intent for the YouTube channel is to do video stuff, which I've been told is the number one preeminent way to build your channel and build your audience. So I'm getting there. I just, I want it to be aesthetically pleasing. I don't want it to be just like, like literally last year when I had this um, podcast going, when I first started, I didn't have any kind of, uh, proper equipment. I didn't have a proper studio space. So there were times there were episodes that I, uh, recorded in the bathroom because <laughs> I was like trying to find a quiet place and then my house was always loud, um, at the time. And so, uh, I was I've, I recorded episodes in the closet. I recorded episodes in the bathroom. Those are kind of echoey. You can hear, hear the echo a little bit more in the bathroom episodes. So you can go back and try to figure out which one of those were. I think it was only one I did in the bathroom. Um, but anyway, now I have this proper studio space, and I'm trying to make the best of it. But I want it to be aesthetically pleasing before I do any video stuff. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, guys. My voice. I don't know what's going on with my throat. My voice. I think it maybe it's still the uh, allergy season or something just killing me. I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I can't talk. Um, so, anyway, uh, more good news coming up is the. Um, I've had some people reach out to me. I've reached out to some people, and I've also had people reach out to me and say they want to be guests on the show. So look forward to that. I'm trying to set up recording times. Um, and studio time so people can, we can coordinate it and get people in the studio. A chat would like to kind of, uh, knock it out maybe at one time. Um, I don't know. Well, if I, I'm thinking right now because my studio is pretty far away from everybody else. I live out in the middle of nowhere by a lake. So... Not everybody, I think, wants to drive all the way out to, to where I'm at. So I was going to get some studio space in a more convenient meeting spot where people can come to. But so far, just logistically, haven't been able to work it all out, work out all the details and the timing and stuff. But anyway, hopefully that'll happen soon. So if you're one of those folks that has, said, has reached out to me and said, hey, I'd love to be on the show to talk about such and such, I'm coming, okay? I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Um, we will be contacting you soon for uh for times and dates and locations and stuff <clears throat> and i need you guys i need you guys to come into this space and share your thoughts because uh one my voice sucks right now um and also because i've been extra ridiculous lately and <laughs> i think like i'm not uh, I'm afraid that I'm not sharing enough proper engaging uh, information. I'm I'm, I'm just been very rambly and um, just talking about ridiculous things. But uh, so I don't know. You tell me. But just hold on. We got new guests coming soon. People that have not been on the show before, and then hopefully we get some people back. That have been on the show before. All right. Where's my music? Oh, here we go. Hey, man. You know where you can find this podcast? Just about anywhere. Go to Google, man. Type it in to Manly Mafia. Yeah, bro. Go ahead, type it in. See what happens. It's the only podcast in existence with that name. Go ahead, try it. Prove me wrong. But uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes. Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, 
podcast addict. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Anywhere, man. Just go look for it. You'll find it. Come on. You want me to do all the work for you? Google it. Remember, Monday, Friday, occasional Wednesday, okay? All right, man, speaking of Friday, I got to play some audio for you because, uh, oh, Cousin Paul from the Just Breathe podcast did a little throwback Thursday kind of episode on Thursday, and uh, he... he (laughs) He started talking about chat rooms and he, oh my goodness, the amount of uh, memories he triggered in this with his podcast. But um, I want to, hang on, I want to play some of his audio and then once we do that, we'll take a little break and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you a story about uh about how I had my very own um chat room stalker. All right. Let me see, let me find where I did where I put this. Okay. Let's get this up here. Oh hang on. Stop that here. Ready? There. Turn that knob. I don't need an engineer, man. I got this all myself. I got all the clicky clacks, the knobby knobs, the screeny screens. I'm good. Okay. Check out this audio. This is Paul. Uh he's talking about the internet. Um he was talking about the uh about AOL and kind of the early LimeWire and all these different uh early day early internet things. And then we're gonna pick it up when he starts talking about chat rooms and then uh and then I'll add some some of my own content here. All right, check this out. But I was there for the beginning of the internet, which dates me, but it also makes me a little intriguing because I know what it was like before, during, hopefully I'll be around after, maybe not. But one of the big things of the internet, speaking of throwback and dial up and AOL, is chat rooms. Like, I don't even know if they still have chat rooms. If they do, it's probably not like it used to be. I think everything now is more Snapchat and Tinder and things like that. But chat rooms were everything they were blowing up all over the place. Multiple websites shared multiple rooms with multiple people across the world joining in and then just interacting with one another. And you learn like all the short code lingo of like, where are you from? Like, I think you would say L S was it location, sex, age. So L S a, something like that. And you would just shoot off L S a and they'd be like, Texas 20 female. you like, damn girl like you couldn't even see anybody (laughs) you would literally just read that she was from texas she was a girl and she was 20 and then for whatever reason inside your body you would just be like damn girl it could have been a gigantic hippopotamus typing on her keyboard in her panties eating cheetos with licorice stuck in her ear holy shit where that description come from um but i used to be so into it and Of course, this was during the time that I was transitioning. We'll call it that. I was transitioning from one relationship before I met Nicole, my current wife. When I say current, my wife. And I was at my friend's house. And this is the friend's house who I've talked about before who had 42 cats. I'm highly allergic to cats. So I usually had to have a a bunch of allergy medicines stuffed in all the orifices of my body just so I could breathe. Like I probably died at least three or four times a night at his house. The, the cat hair was stacked. You could like move it over. <laughs> you could move cat hair. When there's that much cat hair, that's too much cat hair. But I didn't have anywhere else to go. So anyways, he had this computer in his living room. And as I stepped and hurtled across cats, I got to the computer desk. And every night I would log on. I want to say it was a Yahoo chat room. And I would jump in there. And back then you would have to have like a handle or like a name or nickname. And for whatever reason, I went by Spooky. Yeah, I want you guys to call me spooky from now on every time you see me. And so I'd jump in there. And the thing about chat rooms and the chat rooms, especially back then, it was, I don't know if this is good or not, but they were hardly monitored. 
And it was a way to completely escape everything you truly were and you could become somebody else. And so I could be any career. I could be any height, any age, any sporting background. I could change my race, my religion, my heritage. And I would just go at this because there was no one there to check you. You would just talk to people. Of course, the more you did this, the more familiar you were to people. And so when you would join the chat room, you would get, hey, Spooky, hey. How's it going, Spooky? What's up, Spooks? Like that kind of thing. And so then you would start to have these group relationships. But then also outside the group chat, here was where the money was. You would start these little side chats, these little private. They call them DMs now. I guess they were DMs then too, but I don't think we called them that. Direct messages like, hey. Especially if you saw like anything that came near to a female name. Like if someone was named heart shape 227, you were like, damn, she's fine. You literally only saw the word heart shape and the numbers 227. You were like, damn, she is hot. No idea. So I struck up one of these side chats and began to build somewhat of a chat room relationship with this. Okay. 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 You're going to have to go to the just breathe, uh, podcast to hear the rest of that he he goes into his story um which is crazy man crazy story <laughs> that he goes into and how he uh i i can't even i can't even begin to explain it uh i won't so you guys need to go to the just breathe podcast okay uh you can find it on facebook just breathe um I think it's just breathe PD on Facebook or you can go to the anchor side or whatever. He's on Spotify. Just breathe. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you got to go there and listen to the rest of that story because it's hilarious. But dude, he explains so well, um, the experience that I had. And I think most people in our age and our generation had with the early days of chat rooms where literally, you would go into these rooms and, and create a profile um, and just talk to people from all over the all over the uh, the country, sometimes all over the world, depending on the, the chat room that you were in. And you would do that thing, you know, what's your age, your location. And I remember there was this girl. Uh, I don't I don't remember people's names. I don't even remember what I called myself. Oh, I think I called myself uh, Joker. Was it Joker's Art 2? Yeah, Joker's Art 2. I don't know why the 2. It was, and, and then I had a little thing that I drew. and It was like a Roman numeral 2. Whatever. Um, so that was, my, that was my chat handle. Okay, don't make fun of me. Because I know yours was Spooks. <laughs> Come on, Paul. How'd you come up with spooky? Anyway. Um So I uh I, I was in this chat room. I met this girl and she was like eighteen from California. And we we just did the whole chat thing, the private message thing, right? Um, got each other's address, started writing to each other. She sent me a letter with her picture, and I was like, This girl is she was just as pretty as I thought she would be And it may have been a fake picture It was like a school picture I think Like a, a high school like yearbook kind of picture I mean We were both in high school so it was proper Um, But man I remember that I was like Oh this girl's my Internet girlfriend for sure Um, And then I told people I was like yeah I have a girlfriend They're like no you don't <laughs> I was like yeah I do she lives in California that's fake. I was like, no, it's her picture. That's not real. <laughs> I couldn't get anybody to believe me that I actually had a, I didn't say internet girlfriend. Okay. I wasn't stupid. Anyway, um, further down the road, once I became a, uh, chat room professional and learned how to really, um, properly lie about my age and my looks, my profession, I was always like six foot something and a personal trainer or some kind of athlete. <laughs> I was a semi-pro basketball player or some crap like that. Uh, anyway, um, 
Yeah, so there was there was this girl that my brother was chatting with, okay? And they got a little they kicked off a little internet relationship, I guess. Um and then I don't know how I, I don't want to I don't want to like tell his business and how that progressed. Uh maybe I can get him to come on the show sometime and talk about that. Probably not, but I'll leave that to him. But what had happened was the girl that he was talking to had a friend. Okay. Now this thing went from the internet chat room to phone calls. Okay. And this was in the the day when we had our own line in our rooms. Okay. We had a, we had our own line, but it, it was in each room. And then, so we could each be on the phone at the same time with whoever else was on the phone. It was a little party thing that we would do with our friends. So it would be like my brother, Adrian and I chatting with some girl or two or three girls, whatever. And, uh, so they had a little phone chat thing going on and then this girl lived in Kansas I think or somewhere around there she had a friend okay her friend lived like an hour away but they were always they would hang out and stuff um and that friend was like hey let me holler at you right so there was an exchange of of phone numbers there she had a great voice I was like man this girl sounds really cute Try to describe describe herself. <laughs> you know, once when you're on the chat room side, and you describe yourself, it's one thing. Once you move into the real world, you have to kind of like not lie as much. You have to like put a little more effort into your descriptions. Um, and this girl described herself and I was like, wow, you sound hot. And her voice was great. And then she sent me a picture and I was like, (laughs) that's not how you described yourself at all. I mean, at all, at all. Okay. It was not cool. And this is, I think this is why catfishing was invented because the, uh, chat room generation learned how to how to take it to the next the chat room generation failed i think maybe maybe that's what it was we we failed to be able to carry the lie from the internet into the real world so the catfish generation came up and doubled up on us and threw down and made it like really invented ways to to carry the yeah that's what happened anyway uh this girl I'll call her Tammy. She was uh, something special. But I was not that into her, especially after the whole picture exchange thing. And then it happened the opposite with her because when I sent her my picture, rather than be like, oh, that's not what I thought, she was like, oh, God, that's way better than I thought. (laughs) And so now I was like in a really bad awkward situation and I'm not like really into confrontation that much. Like I get awkward and I feel like I get anxious and and I get like, I don't know. I I just, I don't like pissing people off or hurting people's feelings. I've got, I've gotten better at it. I think with my job, I've kind of like, I don't give a fuck, but back then I didn't want to hurt this girl's feelings, but I didn't know really what to do. And then I was like, well, what the hell? I mean, she's hours and hours away. I mean, that's a couple of states away. And, uh, you know, what could happen? What could possibly go wrong? And so I, um, I like, I'm not going to say I let her on, but I just let her continue to be a part of my little world. So we continue to talk on the phone and we continue to, you know, I don't know, just goof around. I think we would send each other stuff or whatever. I'm not sure. But she was just there, kind of in the periphery 
of this thing um, that my brother was doing too with this other girl. Anyway, they had some kind of like, oh, they're brothers and we're best friends kind of fantasy, I think. I don't know. But anyway, over time, somehow, I think I hurt her feelings. Uh, and that was it. We moved on. We lost contact. We stopped talking. It was not a big deal. She wasn't very, she didn't like have stalker tendencies because, you know, she was so far away. She talked a lot about coming to visit and, you know, we need to hang out and that kind of stuff, but it never happened. And, uh, so that was it. It was, it was over or so I thought. And oh, was I wrong? Because it was not over, my friends. It was definitely not over. back I'm going to tell you guys the rest of this story and uh, yeah it's a good one so sit tight thought it was over dude i thought it was i mean it was like out of sight out of mind it was a long gone kind of embarrassing thing of the past whole chat rooms so years go by and the there's this this invention called facebook (laughs) this thing called facebook right we all use it. We all, I mean, mostly everybody, right? Most of the people you know have Facebook. Um, Man, I got a friend request one day. Friend request. Did I say that right? Friend request. Uh, and it was this girl, Tammy. And I didn't even remember. And I was like, hmm, that name kind of sounds familiar. I started thinking. Started looking at the little profile, the pictures and stuff, and I was like, oh, shit, that's that girl from back in the day. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like a bad thing back in the day. We were friends, and she liked me more than I liked her, but it wasn't like an awkward or horrible situation. It was kind of, it was like, all right, you know, it was just, it went on. And I don't know if I hurt her feelings or not. I think I might I might have in the end, but I didn't really remember that because it's been years. So I go in there, friend request accepted, you know, hey, what's up? Oh, my God, it's been so long. How are you? Oh, it's great. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the conversation almost immediately peeled right back to the, 
to the to the early days like oh my god i can't believe you're still single oh my god i was so in love with you and like oh yeah yeah all single again yep that's me <laughs> and um this time it was like this girl came to play big girl games she wasn't going to play high school games anymore and uh dude she texted me one day. Oh yeah, because this was I think before Messenger, right? There was a, there was a different way of messaging people on Facebook, the little email kind of thing. And um it was not really it wasn't that convenient. So I think we switched to text. Um and I didn't I still I'm kind of I'm kind of naive, I think. Um, I don't have a lot of street smarts when it comes to, uh, crazy women, I guess. Um, and you'd think I would with all the experience I've had with crazy women, but I don't know for some reason. Anyway, so this girl, she, uh, she was like, Hey, my friends are going to Dallas for the weekend. And I hitched a ride in their car. <laughs> so I'm headed to Dallas for the weekend. And I was like, oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> and so then she's like, yeah, let's meet up. Okay, we have to meet up. We're, they're going to be here. They're going to be there. They have this plan, these plans to do these things. But I don't have to do that stuff. Like we can go do our own thing. But we have to see each other, and I was like, "Yeah." But then, I don't, I don't exactly remember what the indicators were. But there was, I mean, other than the fact that she had hitched a ride to come to Dallas, and it was like, a, I mean, I don't know how many hours that is. That's a long ride, totally unplanned, just like spur of the moment. So other than that kind of being the main red flag, there were some other things. I don't remember what they were, though. I just remember there were some other things in the conversation that I was like, okay, this is not this is not okay. This is not going to happen because, like, this girl's coming on way too strong, I think, or she's expecting way more than I'm willing to give. And there had been nothing. There was no leading on of any kind in this reunion bit. I mean, there was no like, like since she had contacted me on Facebook, there was nothing that I could point to that would be like, okay, I gave her the wrong impression or something like that. I mean, this was totally on her, but it was kind of freaking me out. And so I was like, damn it. I mean, do I, do I have, do I, do I come up with like the, do I get one of my friends to play a fake girlfriend kind of thing? <laughs> you know, what do I need to do here? So I was going that route and I started talking to one of my friends. I was like, Hey, I need your help this weekend. I need you to help me stay away from this crazy chick. Uh, but that didn't really pan out. I mean, I didn't really need to go that route. I decided I could do it on my own. So I created a little plan in my head called operation Duckahoe. And I just ducked that hoe all weekend. <laughs> like every time she would call, I would miss the call. And then she would be like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, something came up. And then, you know, anyway, again, you could yell at me about how I'm not uh, very confrontational. I should have just told her straight up, like, hey, I'm not interested in seeing you. I would have done that now. But back then, um, I didn't know what to do. And she was she made me nervous because I thought, this girl's crazy. She's going to figure out where I live, and she's going to come kill me in the middle of the night. Um, So I enacted Operation Duckahoe. I ducked her the whole weekend, and then... uh. I think I got blocked or something on Facebook after that. I mean, come on. You did it to yourself. But that was that was one of those odd 
kind of odd stories that I don't think I had any other like odd, really super uncomfortable chat room interactions. Um, let me think. Uh, maybe there was another girl. Yeah. But she was cool though. She was fine. She just was really into me and that was okay. Cause I was kind of into her, but I was also battling my religion and <laughs> my religious side. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't be, uh, immoral with this girl because <laughs> God would punish me. Um, so that's the only thing that came in between us on that one. But that girl was, she was fine. And we did meet many times in real life. And, uh, I think we're still friends today. So, um, but you know, those chat rooms, boy, they seem so, so innocent and so easy to just come up with whatever you want online but then we all made the mistake of letting it cross over into the real world. That's where we should have drawn the line. That's where we messed up. But now, nowadays, there's Facebook, right? So you don't really have to meet on a chat room. You just meet on a Facebook. Like maybe you comment on something and somebody else comments and they like your comment and you like their comment back. And then next thing you know, you're friends on Facebook and then you start chatting and then you're like, hey, you're kind of cool. Yeah. And then you meet up and then, uh, and then everything's fine. And then she's like, I'm going to come spend the weekend with you. And I'm like, hell yeah, come on, spend the weekend with me. And then she comes down. <laughs> this is another true story, but I'm trying to like pretend it's not. This is a hypothetically true, true story. Um, so this girl, she comes, she comes to visit, right? But I don't, I'm not in a situation where I'm like, Hey, let's just, you could just stay at my house this weekend. Right. Because, um, I didn't have my own place. And, and so I couldn't just like, it wasn't like it just, we're going to just be here and have all this great alone time. It wasn't like that. It was just, we're going to hang out. We're going to go to dinner we're going to work out and then uh you can sleep in there and I'll sleep over here, right? So I'm sleeping on the couch. Um and I mean, you know, we took care of business before I went to sleep on the couch, of course, but this girl, dude. <laughs> uh I was sleeping and sometime in the middle of the night I hear crashing sounds, right? I hear something loud, something happening. And I open my eyes and I I forget kind of where I'm at for a second. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm on the couch." And then I see somebody trying to take my TV from the living room. Like like trying to unhook it or unplug it or get behind it or something. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm being robbed. <laughs> and so I was, I was getting ready to kill somebody. I was, I was getting in, I went into like emergency hyper, uh, murder mode. But then I remembered suddenly that there was this girl staying at my house which wasn't my house, but where I was living and she was staying in my room. And so I'm like, Oh shit. I was, I was almost like, I almost attacked this girl that was in my house. But I, I was like, I stopped myself cause I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? And I'm looking at her in the dark trying to fucking steal my TV or something. And so I go, Hey, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like panics, right? She she gets scared and and she's like, No, 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 
the people that there's there was uh some people here um and I'm like who there's people here and so I'm thinking I can't get a straight story out of her. She's like, there's people in the room. I'm like, Who's in the room? And she's like, the people. I let the, the people. I said, did you let somebody into my house? And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. So now I'm thinking she let somebody in and they're fucking around or something. So I go looking through the house. There's nobody else in the house. I'm like, and then she starts talking about some nonsense about people that she had mentioned earlier in the day that were people that she worked with. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. Those people are definitely not here. So I was like, what is going on? And then I realized she was sleepwalking and didn't know what she was doing or where she was. And so I was like, okay, you're going to have to go back to bed and I'm going to go back to bed and I'm not going to kill you (laughs) or anybody else tonight. Go to bed and then uh, we'll figure this out tomorrow. And then the next day, uh, or then, you know, I was scared. Like I laid back down and I was terrified because I was thinking like, I mean, I don't have that much experience with adult sleepwalkers, but I was like thinking literally like, what the fuck? I mean, what if she goes and gets a knife out of the kitchen and just stabs me a million times in her sleep? (laughs) I don't want to go out like that. And so every noise dude every every noise literally i was jumping i was like i was i was scared to death i hardly slept the rest of the night i finally fell asleep i think just out of exhaustion but so i go to sleep and then uh the next day i was like hey what the fuck was that and she was like oh my god i i sleepwalk sometimes but it's pretty rare and i was like yeah you should tell somebody that shit and so then the next night Take care of business. I go sleep on the couch. I wake up <laughs> to a bunch of noise, but this time uh, she had made her way back to her back to the bed and fallen back asleep in the in the room. And so I'm like, "What the fuck was she doing?" And it was like in my bathroom. There were footprints in the bathtub and on the floor, (laughs) like dirty footprints. I don't know her feet. I guess her feet were dirty. I don't know. She got in the bathtub, maybe ran a little water. There was already water in the bathtub or something. There was just dirty little footprints all up in the bathtub and all on the tile floor. And there was like decorations and stuff in the bathroom were just knocked over like it was odd, dude. There was stuff missing and weird places, re- like rearranged. And I was like, "Dude, what? Holy shit, man! I mean, this is this is <laughs> this is weird." And I don't know if you're an adult who sleepwalks. And I don't think I do. I have wild fucking dreams, and so my dreams have been. I don't. Sometimes I wake up in the morning. I'm like, "Wait a minute." Was I wearing this last night? <laughs> Where did this come from? Or, you know, things like that. And so I've had some weird experiences overnight, but I don't know, dude. I don't know. There's something there's something odd about that. There's something really unsettling about adult sleepwalk. And I'm not sure what it is. But uh I don't know. It might be just just that like they're not in control and they're adults. But it's kind of like drunk people. I mean, drunk people aren't really in control either, and they're adults and they're funny. Some most of the time. Maybe it's that thing of like the guy, the drunk guy that that rages. When he gets drunk, he turns into a super asshole and wants to fight everybody. That that's it's kind of a scary thing too, because like this dude's out of control. And it's not like I can't handle him. It's just you know, you just would rather not. I don't know, but, but when you're asleep, it's so vulnerable. Maybe that's what it is. 
you're so vulnerable when you're asleep. You don't want somebody just like walking up behind you and I don't know, shoving a banana up your ass or something. the new schedule Monday Friday occasionally Wednesday you dig Uh, that sleepwalks but I didn't I didn't know at first it's another one of those things where it's like you got, I think you gotta tell somebody I don't you just let somebody be surprised by that I don't know if I did that I don't know if I would uh, tell somebody or not maybe it's like more fun to just surprise them surprise the hell out of them but I'm afraid I would get punched you know if I did something like creepy I don't know anyway so the first time uh, when I was it was back when I was in, in youth ministry um and we went on this road trip to go check out this summer camp place. And so it was like three of us and we go and this guy, uh, we're, we're like in this bunkhouse and, and this guy was there, um, and I had never been in an overnight with him before. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, this dude starts, starts screaming like, answer the phone. Just like, loud answer the phone and i'm i wake up like holy shit somebody answer the fucking phone <laughs> but there's no phone there's no phone ringing there's nothing and i couldn't we didn't even have a phone in our room there was i think that was before cell phones or not before cell phones but i mean we didn't have i don't think we had cell phones maybe one of us did i don't know but dude this guy is fucking screaming Answer the phone. And then he, he sits up and he puts his shoes on. Okay, so now he's like wearing socks and shoes. And he, he's walking around the uh, the bunkhouse there. And he comes over like it's right near me. And, and they're like, we're kind of looking right at me, but not looking at me. Like his eyes were like half open. And I was just balled up, like curled up in the corner because I'm like, is this guy I wasn't thinking he was sleepwalking I was thinking he was psychotic <laughs> and so I balled up myself up in the corner like pressed up against the wall as far as I could away from that edge of the bed and I pretended to be asleep and I was like oh shit and so he just kind of walked around and then he went back to bed with his socks and shoes on and then he woke up the next morning and was like uh, he, he didn't like he didn't say anything, but we were like, hey, dude. Uh, so did anybody answer the phone? And, you know, we we're like kind of teasing him. And he was like, huh? We were talking about we're like, you don't remember you screaming, answer the phone. He was like, oh, no, no. Sorry, man. I was like, you stood up. You put your socks and shoes on. You walked around. He goes, oh, that's why I woke up with my socks and shoes on. I was kind of wondering. <laughs> I was like, what? So. That guy and I became really good friends, and then we we stayed together, like we lived together for a little while, in his apartment. And dude, this guy would scream in the middle of the night, and that was 
what was weirder, I think, than than uh, than the walking around. It was more the screaming, and I could never tell what he was saying in this case because he was like in the other room and I was sleep on the couch in the living room. But dude, he was like he would scream loud in the middle of the night, like he was fighting with somebody in like a really bad fight, but. Nothing, man. There was no fight. It was just him. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That was that was weird. But like I said, I mean, I have I have like weird sleep issues too. So my dreams are always violent. I have wild, violent dreams, and uh, my dreams are always like getting shot or shooting somebody or you know in some kind of military thing or FBI or I'm a cop or uh being chased by demons or bad guys or sometimes I'm being chased by cops or it's like post-apocalyptic and I'm being chased by zombies or, I mean, there's always something crazy happening in my dreams. Some kind of violent crime, something that's always some high adrenaline action movie stuff. And I will wake up like, with injuries. I think I've talked about this before, but I'll wake up with, with, uh, injuries sometimes, man. One time I woke up, well, more than one time, but I woke up, like I gave myself a bloody nose and, uh, somehow, I don't know, punched myself in the face or I did something. I mean, I've like head butted walls and, <laughs> Oh man, but I, uh, I, I, um, fucking somehow busted my nose and it was bleeding and I didn't wake up and, and, you know, when, while it was happening. So then the next morning when I woke up at like regular normal wake up time, I was like, why am I cold and wet? all over my face and stuff like it's like something just felt weird like I had like I was wet and I started touching my face and it was all wet and it was like like on my chest and my and my hands and so I, I sat up and I was like it was like kind of everywhere and then I turned the light on and dude it looked like somebody had been fucking murdered there was blood spatter all over the sheets the pillows because like it was it, it it was like pouring, I guess, out of my nose and then pulled up and then I was just splashing in it. <laughs> there was blood everywhere. It was all over me, down my arms, my chest, like pretty much from my belly button up was had blood either splattered or pooled or running. I mean, it was insanity, dude. My pillows, everything was ruined. It was like, I mean, it was just like blood on the walls, on the, uh, it was fucking crazy. And that's happened more than once. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm it's so, I'm so blessed, I think, that I'm single because what lady, what the hell lady would have stayed with me in these situations <laughs> with me uh, punching stuff? Like, I remember one time I was so impressed when I was married. I was having this dream that I was fighting this guy. And I went to punch him. And uh, I woke up midway through. Like, I guess I was laying on my back and I swung my right arm and uh, my wife was on my left side and I went to punch. So I was going to punch this guy and I swung all the way through. Right. And I woke up halfway through this swing like uh, like I was I was going to hit her, you know. And I woke up and she like a ninja reached up and grabbed my fist just 
out of the air and just stopped it. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and I and I told her, I was like, how the hell did you do that? She was like, instinct or something. I don't know. She has a, she had amazing ninja skills. And I'm wondering, I never I didn't ask her, but I should have, if if that was a normal thing. Like, did she get so good? at sensing when I was doing that because I would do it all the time. I mean, I don't know. But I think now, like, when I fly off the bed or kickflip myself off the bed or I break a table, an end table, by kicking it. By the way, just my sleep in itself is is weird. I can't sleep normal. Like, I can't... Uh, I'm getting better... But, like, I just recently got a bed. I've had a bed for about a year. Because before that, I had, like, I would sleep on a couch or floor, a futon, blow-up mattress, my truck, um, multiple couches, the corners of floors in somebody's house. There was a rough bunch of years there. And... uh so I I really developed some sleep issues because I think like the first year after I got divorced I slept on a on a, a love seat that was too too small. So my feet were always propped up over the armrest, or I was bundled up like, you know, crisscross applesauce or something in a little ball. And then uh, that happened. That went on for about a year. And then I remember the first time I was doing some job out of town or something. I got to stay in a hotel and I was super excited because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be able to stretch out for the first time in forever. And I lay down on this bed and I thought I was falling. Like I felt like I was sliding off the end of the bed and I couldn't sleep because it was it was fucking with my head. So I made a big pile of the blankets and pillows and stuff and made like a false armrest so I could kick my feet over it. <laughs> <laughs> just so I could go to sleep. And I'd done that. I, st- I was started doing that kind of stuff um, to the point where it was really hard for me to sleep comfortable. If I was comfortable in a comfortable position, a comfortable place, I couldn't fall asleep. It was easier for me to fall asleep in an uncomfortable situation because I just kind of like make a decision to go to sleep and then go to sleep. It's like, so the the beauty of it is that I can sleep anywhere. Like I've literally slept standing up before. I can I can I can go to sleep on command, and just sleep. And then no matter what the situation is or how, what's going on around me, if I need to sleep, I'll just sleep. But uh, the bad side, I guess, the downside of it is the fact that that I don't um, I can't sleep comfortable very well, and so I have to. I have for years would choose myself to like choose uncomfortable situations just so that I could fall asleep better, I guess. So then when I would go to like on trips or whatever and stay in a hotel, I couldn't just sleep on the bed like a normal person. So a lot of times what I would end up doing um, and kind of one of my favorite positions became to sleep at the head of the bed with my like with my back up against the the uh, headboard one you know putting my pillow by the end table on one side and my feet by the end table on the other side and that is usually how I'll sleep in hotels um and that's it, how I've ended up kicking a lot of tables <laughs> And what I do now that I have a bed is I sleep backwards. So I put my head at the foot of the bed and my feet at the uh, headboard, by the headboard. And then I kick the hell out of the headboard all night. I don't know. It's, I can't explain it. I can't sleep the other way. If I sleep with, if I try to put my pillows and stuff at the headboard, I feel, I feel weird. I don't feel comfortable. And then I can't fall asleep. I'll turn myself around, put my, you know, 
my feet the other way, my head down at the foot of the bed, and then I feel okay, and I can go to sleep that way. But I don't know. It's weird. I still wake up in weird, with weird, you know, weird situations, <laughs> either flying off the bed or having kicked the wall. Or I don't know, dude. I don't know. I have sleep issues, but I'm trying to get better about them because, again, what the hell lady would uh, put up with that shit? I literally think of my, if I was married, I think I would be one of those, I would have to be one of those couples that sleep in separate beds. Like, I'd have to have my own space, I think. Not just, not, I mean, because I think that's what she would want. (laughs) I think she would be like, look, dude, you're not going to beat the shit out of me all night. And uh, I'm not going to wake up watching you drown in your own blood from (laughs) from whatever happens in your murder scenes. So, uh, yeah, you can go stay in the other room and um, high five. See you there. See you later. See you on the other side. (laughs) Something. I don't know. Anyway, am I the only one? Are there married people that wake up? uh, Like, do you have sleep issues like that where you, you can't sleep normal? You have to sleep in weird positions? Because if I'm sleeping, if if like the, my thing is, if I sleep with my with my head on one end table and my feet on the other end table and my back against the headboard, where's she gonna go? She they, like would she put up with that? Would she be like, okay, I'll just take this side? <laughs> I'm 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 just wondering, like, does anybody else have these kind of issues? And are, have you ever had to share those issues with a partner? I gotta know. I got to know. But all right. Okay. Look, I think I've said it all. I'm I'm pretty sure I've said plenty. So uh I think we're gonna go out here. But look, man, I gotta tell you. Gotta tell you, if you have sleep issues, don't get on a chat room. Don't uh, invite the lady over. Heart shape two two seven. And uh, yeah, man, what's on the internet needs to stay on the internet. Okay, guys. Oh, wait. We'll see you Monday. Monday. Peace out. The Tamale Mafia Podcast is brought to you by me. The Tamale Mafia Podcast is on Spotify, iTunes, Podcast Addict, Overcast, and a bunch of other places. For more information about the Tamale Mafia Podcast, Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tamale Mafia. Our intro music is brought to you by me. Our transition music is brought to you by bensound.com. For more royalty-free music, check out bensound.com. Our outro music is brought to you by Lim. For more mind-blowing intellectual electronic tracks, go to soundcloud.com slash get Lim. That's L-I-M-N. And as always... Thanks for listening.